my check. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. It's the day after Christmas right now, including when I'm recording this. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty late on what was Christmas Day. I'm counting it as still technically Christmas because I haven't gone to sleep yet. So it's still Christmas as far as I'm concerned. And uh, I'm sure you're all wondering why I'm releasing this day after Christmas mic check hijacking. Well, as you may have heard, if you've listened to Mike's mic check for this week, which you should, uh, go do that if you haven't done it yet. Uh, he abdicated his responsibilities last two weeks ago, and I failed to step up to the plate and do what I'm supposed to do and hijack this show to make sure that you don't miss out on your mic checks. I fucked up again. I know you don't want to hear me say I'm sorry, but I, I hope you know that I am. And I don't know why I do what I do, or put you through what I put you through, but I fucked up again. I fucked up again. I fucked up again. But I'm here to make amends now. I'm going to give you the mic check that you didn't get two weeks ago. And I'm sure you're thinking, well, what could you possibly have to talk about to make up for that? Well, because it's the future of that mic check, I have a lot of stuff to talk about now. But primarily what I'm going to talk about, what you may have even seen in the title if I choose to put it there, is my top five Christmas movies that I watched this year and last year because I did not watch five Christmas movies this year. But between this year and last year, I watched exactly five. And I'm going to tell you my top five out of those five. So, you know, I don't see any reason to, to put it off any longer. So let's just dive right on in here. And we're going to start things off with one of the ones that I just watched today. Ghosted, The Spirit of Christmas. Uh, this movie... I think was released maybe just this. I, I don't. I actually don't know when it was released. Let me let me go. Ghosting the spirit of Christmas is what it's called. There it is. Oh my God! It was released in 2019. Not too far back, actually. Uh this is a this is a very cute, fun movie. Uh after the perfect date, uh, a woman dies in a car accident on the way home. She was looking at her phone as as these kids do these days. Uh, it's a very strong message against texting and driving. She wasn't even texting. She was reading a text. She was just staring at a text from this guy that she just had a date with. And she stopped at an intersection, got T-boned by a truck. Not even a semi, just a regular-ass truck, like, a, like an F-150 or something. But it, even that had the power to do her in. But she comes back as a ghost. And the only people who can see her are her, her best friend and roommate, and this guy. And so she's 
trying to solve whatever unfinished business she had to, you know, be able to, to quote unquote, ascend or cross over, pass on as they do. And, you know, it's, it's about, it's about love and friendship and all that stuff. Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. It was very, uh, it had a lot of those, like, the characters had sort of a vibe, like, had a lot of, it was dumb. Like, a lot of the jokes and stuff on it were just pretty corny. It was, it was, it was almost in the vein of, like, it's like Broad City, in a way, where it's just kind of, like, goofing on the, the weirdness of, you know, just the, that, that kind of person is like, you know, they're, they're goofing on themselves about being weird and spiritual and all that stuff. One person works at a tea shop and does like the herbal remedies thing and sees a, a, a spirit medium person for her problems and stuff. And it's kind of, kind of poking fun, but never being super mean about it and stuff. And yeah, that's always fun. Uh, yeah, it's, it was, it was a fun movie. It was, it was a good time. I, mean, I enjoyed that. I watched that just today on yes, Christmas. I watched it on Christmas. And that, that was that was part of part of my day was just looking up whatever movies I could watch for free on Hulu. And that was nice. Uh but now let's go back to uh let's let's take one from last year. I watched a very Brady Christmas. Now, I grew up a little after the Brady Bunch, to be honest. The 90s wasn't exactly peak Brady Bunch time, but they, you know, you could still catch reruns, and we would. I, we, my, my family used to catch it every once in a while. It, it tapered off over time. I feel like I saw more Mash than Brady Bunch, but I still have fond memories of it. A very Brady Christmas is, at least from what I can remember of the Brady Bunch, a significantly more grown-up version of the Brady Bunch, and it was, you know, years after the original run of it. Um, most of the quote-unquote kids were adults at this point, and uh, that was reflected in the story of it, which was you got Mike and Carol on their own now. Uh, Alice is is no longer with them. She's alive, mind, but she was uh, she got married to Sam the Butcher and was living with him. So they were off doing their thing, and they're planning a uh, a vacation secretly for each other. Each one is planning a different vacation for the other. One of them is planning on going to Greece, and the other one is planning on going... I don't remember where. But the important thing... Uh, Japan, I think, actually. I was looking at Japan. And they uh, they have, like, this little... This cute little thing where, like, they're both sitting on opposite sides of... A partition talking to their travel agents and then they suddenly realize that they're you know both sitting over there and they're like and carol finds out that they the money in their travel account is all gone and then it's like oh well there's mike he was planning the same thing for you isn't that cute and then while they're trying to decide that alice shows up because sam went and like cheated on her with some some other lady and so she's distraught, and they they take her in, and they're like, well, what, what can we do now? And they decide to try and get all the kids back together for for a big Christmas. Uh, and it's it's a, it was a really cool thing to, have, to be able to get the whole cast back together. Like, every, I think, as I recall, every single person comes back. And, 
you know, each of them has their own problem going on in some way, except Greg. I think Greg, he's perfect. He's a doctor and his wife's a nurse or something, and they're they're doing great. Uh, but like Peter, his his wife is also his boss and he's really insecure about it. And she just wants him to, you know, pop the question so they can get get married and stuff. But he's like, oh, but I'm less of a man if I if I don't if, I'm, if my wife's my boss. And, you know, it's that whole thing. But uh, Bobby, he's a race car driver now and he doesn't want his parents to know. Uh, because it's dangerous and they're all, oh no, what if he gets hurt? And he doesn't want them to find out. And he has to come out to his family as a race car driver, I guess. <laughs> um, then Marsha. I believe Marsha, I think she was in the middle. Of, I think she was the one that was getting divorced in this one. Right? Shit. I believe she was getting divorced. Um, that that was her whole thing. Uh, Jan, I believe, her husband is like down and out because he like lost his job or whatever. He was a toy guy, toy maker dude. And then Cindy is just like she feels like she's treated like a ch like a child still, and she's just not cool with it and she wants to be recognized as the adult that she is and that kind of stuff so you know everybody's got their problems and stuff and they all they all get together at christmas and they have they all work it out somehow everybody gets their you know their problems solved and stuff and it's a very brady christmas mike almost dies in a in a building that was about to collapse because his boss didn't listen to him the architect who knows about architecture that was good. It was a fun movie. It was, you know, it, it was significantly hornier than I expected it to be. Everybody, everybody in that movie is ready to bone down at every second. It's really something. And not quite how I remember the, the, the Brady Bunch being. So that was that one. What's next? What's next? Jingle All the Way. A classic, a holiday classic. I probably have seen Jingle All the Way before. I remembered a lot of it um, whenever I watched it again, but it's been a very long time, and I may not have ever actually seen it from the very beginning, but I more or less remembered it. Um, for those of you who have never seen Jingle All the Way, it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger classic. It's right up there with, with Predator and Commando and all that. Uh, he is, uh, he's, he's just a dad who's too busy with his work and other stuff. And, you know, it's putting a strain on his, his relationship with his son, Anakin Skywalker, uh, and his wife, who just hates to see Anakin disappointed and turning to the dark side whenever his dad doesn't show up for stuff like his karate stuff. Uh, he gets his purple belt and his dad isn't able to make it because he stays way too late at work. And then while he's trying to rush home, he gets gets pulled over and gets a ticket. You know, he's just, you, know, you try your best sometimes and then sometimes maybe you could try a little harder, dad. Arnold Schwarzenegger, dad. <laughs> but this time he's not going to fuck up, right? His, he's... 
he's he's definitely gonna gonna do it right this time because he, his he's going to the big Christmas parade with his wife and son, and he's got he's gonna be giving his son a Turbo Man action figure for Christmas. Well, it's all his son wants the Turbo Man action action figure. There's a little bit of a knock on consumerism in there where the kid like literally rattles off the commercial word for word, which great joke but the problem is he was supposed to buy that turbo man months ago they're all sold out by now it's the hottest toy on the fucking market and you're never gonna find a turbo man on christmas is it christmas eve is the parade on christmas eve or is it on christmas i can't actually remember if it takes place christmas day or christmas eve but i think it's christmas day so he's rushing toy story to toy store to toy st- Toy Story. <laughs> he's rushing from Toy Store to Toy Store. He runs into Sinbad, who's a mail carrier, and he's also trying to get a Turbo Man. And they're, you know, between friendship and not. Like Arnold just wants nothing to do with Sinbad, to be honest. And Sinbad's all offended about about it. But the moment that there's a chance for one of them to get a a Turbo Man. Uh, they turn on each other. You know, there's there's just no loyalty whatsoever there. And, you know, it's just this silly kind of thing, these antics the whole way through. And in the end, maybe he gets the Turbo Man. Maybe. maybe. You should watch it and find out. It's a good movie. It's very, it's fun. It's goofy. It's, it's pretty dumb. But it's a good time. There's there's a lot of good, a lot of good shit that I forgot about in there. It's just, it goes places. It goes places. <laughs> um, so, yeah. That's three down, right? That's three down. Let's move on to the fourth one here. Uh, this isn't even my top five. Like, I, I get, it's my top five, but they're in no particular order. Uh, I didn't think to put them in any order. But uh, we're going to move on to... I am saving the what I think is the best one for last, personally. Um, we're going to move on to Holiday in Handcuffs. Now, this one is another one I watched today, and um, it, it was just kind of hanging out there on, on Hulu, and I was like, well, let's have a look at this. This is a, a Melissa Joan Hart film. Uh, she's just, she's kind of a, you know, just frazzled person, can't get herself together for stuff properly, you know, and... Her parents have these expectations of her, and at the beginning of it, we start in media res with her. We see Mario Lopez trudging his way through the snow, all cold and stuff, and she drives up next to him in her car and is just kind of telling him, like, hey, you know, there's uh, there's not a, not a place for you to stop for miles. You're probably going to freeze out here. And he gets back into the car begrudgingly. He's clearly not happy with her. And then we flash back to what happens. So she misses out on this big job opportunity because she's late for an interview because she gets in a car accident and stuff. And her her parents, you know, pulled some strings for that and they were really hoping for it. They wanted her to go into this sales thing and make something of herself. And then while she's working at her other job, which is just a coffee shop or something, uh, her sort of stand-in boyfriend that was just gonna he was just a guy who he's just like a friend that she has i guess that was just gonna 
be her boyfriend for Christmas to, you know, give her something that her parents wouldn't, you know, get on her about because they wanted to find a guy. They wanted to get a real job and all of this stuff. And she's just kind of like, I want them off my back. So he was going to do that, but then he drops out of that. And then she just snaps. She just completely loses it. Also, her perm went wrong, so her hair is all crazy and stuff. But she sees Mario Lopez come in, and she takes the flintlock pistol that the owner of the place has, for whatever reason, just kind of sitting around. And she kidnaps Mario Lopez at gunpoint to be her boyfriend for Christmas. And so... You get a lot of these antics of her, you know, she tells her family that, you know, the the whole like I'm being kidnapped thing is just like a bit that he does relating it to stupid jokes that her dad says whenever they're out at restaurants and stuff. And it's just this weird thing where Melissa Joan Hart and Mario Lopez are like the only real reasonable human beings in the movie and everyone else is just really fucking weird um but you know it's there there was a lot of fun stuff in this movie too and it's got that whole meaning of christmas thing and it also has a bit of a an ending similar to the very brady christmas thing where it turns out that everybody everybody really is not maybe her family isn't as perfect as they uh as they show themselves to be, and maybe, maybe, you know, other people, her sisters and her sister and brother also feel like they've had undue expectations placed on them that they haven't uh, quite held up to, and, you know, that kind of stuff. It's always great, and also, you know, over that time, Mario Lopez, despite the fact that he was going to propose to his girlfriend in that cafe the day that he was kidnapped, um... And he he starts to find that maybe this uh, Melissa Joan Hart isn't so bad after all. I mean, like, I don't feel like having grown up in the age of Melissa Joan Hart, and you know, in in the age whenever everybody had a crush on Melissa Joan Hart, including me, uh, I will say I don't know if I'm as into like today's Melissa Joan Hart. I don't think she's, like, super weird or anything. I can't remember if I've seen anything particularly terrible regarding her. I don't know. She's been iffy, I think, over time, if anything. But at this point, she was still pretty good. <laughs> so, but no. Um, it, it, was, it was fun. Good movie. Enjoyed it. Had, had a good time with it. Nothing too special there. Well, let's move on to what I consider my top movie of the the prior two years. Uh, and that was, that was happiest season. Um, goddamn of, of these ones, it's not a com- it's sort of a comedy. It does have its comedy. It's a fun movie as well, but it's also more of a, a drama kind of thing. Drama, rom-com, comedy, drama. Yeah. But, uh, this one, uh, it's got Kristen Stewart and someone else whose name I don't know. Um, so, Kristen Stewart's girlfriend uh, is going to Christmas with her, you know, conservative family. Her dad's like a Republican mayor or something like that in their hometown or whatever. But she still wants Kristen Stewart to come along with her. But as as just her regular friend for Christmas. And Kristen Stewart's just like, yeah, whatever, I guess I can do that. No big deal. That's fine. 
And but it turns out that uh, you know it's gonna it's actually gonna be more of a problem than she thought to just you know pretend to not you know love her girlfriend. And so it starts to become like a whole strain on their relationship and all that. An an ex comes into play, and it's just it's pandemonium as time goes on. And uh, yeah, it's it's a really good one. It's really it's got it's got a lot of the emotion in it and stuff. It's 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 sad at times. It's, you laugh, you cry, you laugh and cry again. Um, but it is a very good movie. Uh, it's based actually on somewhat, I believe it was based off of like a personal story from the writer or something. Um, it's kind of a thing that they actually experienced, um, which is uh, unfortunate, honestly. I mean, I feel like, I feel like you should be 100% willing to embarrass the shit out of your Republican parents if they're in office. <laughs> if you have parents who are in office who specifically hold <laughs> views that are against you as a human being, I feel like it's your civic duty to ruin that for them as best you can. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it was a really good one. And also, it, it was filmed in Pittsburgh, and that's always fun, because, you know, I'm from around there, so sometimes you see something, and I'm like, hey, I recognize that, sort of. No, uh, very very good movie, Hi highly recommend, I highly recommend all, I highly recommend most of these. Uh, I, I think Happiest Season, Very Brady Christmas, those, those two are top tier for me, um, and Jingle All the Way, I think, is still a really good classic. I'd probably put Holiday in handcuffs above ghosting. Hard to say. They're both around like the same kind of level. They're both in that zone of. Uh, they're they're both very hallmarky in a way. Um, so you know if you if you like that you'll you'll find something that you're looking for there. I think, and I think you'll have a good time with them. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what I got for you today. Those are my top five. Uh, five Christmas movies of the past two years that I have watched. Uh, they weren't all made the past two years, obviously, as 2019 was was one of those that I said. Holiday in Handcuffs is from 07, and Jingle All the Way is like 95. Very Brady Christmas, God knows when the fuck that happened. Happy Season is really the only one that was released within that time frame. It was, I believe, that came out in 2020. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope you uh hope you enjoyed this. Hope you had a nice Christmas. Uh or whatever whatever it is you got a nice holiday season. Uh I hope you had a nice time recently. Uh whatever time that was. I hope you continue to have a nice time into the the near future and even the far one as well. Uh that that new year's is coming up. And you know, we all got shit to do then, I guess. I do. I got a whole thing that I got to still prepare for. So, yeah. Um, Y'all know where to find us. The, the social juggalo judgment. Uh, t tell me about... T hit me up on on juggalo judgment or uh, at Shmeev Twitter. Um, 
or in the Discord and tell me about holiday movies that you've seen that you like. Uh, if you've seen any of these ones, uh, tell me tell me what you think of them. Do you agree? What are your top three tracks from each of these movies? Um, and what what do you what's the one that you would what's the track that you would get rid of to improve these holiday movies? What would you what would you drop out of it? Um, yeah, that's that's about it. Um, uh, have a Merry Christmas, everybody, and uh, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, Happy stuff. Uh, I'll, we'll see you in the next thing. Peace. Finish your stein of water. I'm not going to drink all of this here. It's too much water. I just filled it up like 15 minutes ago. Mm. Not 15 minutes. I've been going for longer than 15 minutes. I just filled it up some time ago. Mm.